It's time for the Virginia Radio Theater Hour. Every week, we broadcast live and exciting tales of mystery, suspense, romance, and more over the airwaves and direct to your radio receiver. Tonight, the Virginia radio players are proud to present another exciting installment of Erasmus Dagger, an intergalactic teleplay. Just your radio set. You have just been transported to a world quite far from your own. The year is 2999. The place, the frontier town of New Chicago. On a planet untouched by human beings for millennia, 50 quintillion light years away. This is humanity's final frontier. A world of promise and opportunity, but also lawlessness and danger. This is a land governed by alien guns and extraterrestrial gangs. And in the town of New Chicago, only one man stands between truth and justice and total anarchy. That man is Sheriff Erasmus Dagger. This is Erasmus Dagger, an intergalactic teleplay, detective tales from the wild wasteland of a far distant universe. This episode is called Train of Naught. It was written by Jess Miller. It was produced by Savannah Maeve. It features the vocal talents of Bob Lynch, Craig Gallagher, Molly Rose Smith, Jacob H. Kanzler, Cameron Beach, and Jess Miller. This episode is sponsored by Orbox Enriched Flour. For premium products at penny-pinching prices, look for the Orbox box. The year was 2999. I was sitting in the saloon because Reginald Zorplan, my idiot of a deputy, had the bright idea to spend all night digging a shallow grave in a rainstorm. I mean, I told him to do it for reasons that are unimportant to this episode, but still. He decided to get sick as a dog afterwards. And this wasn't a common earth cold, either. This was full-on Kylaxian horse flu, one of the most contagious, most vile, most unpleasant diseases in the entire planetary system. It'd make Ebola look like a stomach ache. I was working on a very important case. And what's a large earth-dwelling rodent? Starts with a C. Achoo! How do you spell that? Oh, Jesus, Zorplan, you scared me. What are you doing here? I'm sorry, Sheriff Dagger. I tried to send a telegram, but nobody would take it. A telegram? Of course not. It's twenty nine ninety nine. People haven't used telegrams in over a thousand years. Why would you think... Never mind. What do you want? Well, it's just... A chinchilla, Sheriff Dagger? Oh, hello, Zorplan. Hi, Anne. Sorry? Oh, no, it's only eight letters. Got it. Sheriff Dagger, I need to talk to you. Keep your distance. The only reason I'm working here is because you infected my whole office with your bacteria. But Sheriff Dagger, I actually never went into the office after my diagnosis. 
So I don't think... As a matter of fact, how about we do this? You go stand outside, and I'll stay in here. We can talk through the doors, and we won't have to quarantine this place, too. Okay. A little further back. How's this? A little further. This? Just a little more. Stand right there, in the middle of the street. Here? Perfect. Now what do you want? Ah! Oh, damn. Get up, Sorplon. Somebody go get the doctor. This was not off to a good start. I'll find you later, Sheriff. I'll be here. Howdy, Eustace. What brings you and your horse to the middle of town on top of my deputy's body? Eustace was in charge of the new Chicago train depot, a little one-track station just outside of town. At age 65, he didn't look a day over 100. He had the skin of a dried-out scarecrow and the personality to match. What's that, sonny boy? Sheriff Dagger is fine. Thanks. My hearing ain't what it used to be. What do you want, Eustace? Well, Sheriff... You know I wouldn't be coming to you if it weren't about something important. I know you're a very busy man. I am indeed. Sheriff Dagger, I've got it. Capybara, a large rodent native to South America on Earth. How's that? Thank you, Annal. I'll get right on that. Now what is it, Eustace? My train! Yes, Eustace. You work at the train station. They have a train. Would you like me to investigate? No, no, it's... it's... it's gone! They don't pay me enough for this gig. Yes, Eustace. Well, you see, the train sits on these long metal sticks called tracks. The train can move along the tracks one way or another, depending on which way the engine is facing. And sometimes the train goes one way, away from the station, to a different station somewhere else. And when two trains love each other very much... I know how it works. I may be old, but I haven't lost my mind yet. And I know the schedule been in my head for the past 40 years, and I know for a fact that the train was supposed to arrive at 10 o'clock this morning. Well, maybe it's running late? Impossible. Ever since everything became automated, the trains don't run late anymore. Only the people. Now, this did seem a little more serious, ignoring Eustace's oddly poignant musing on the fallibility of humanity. The old coot. All right, Eustace. What do you say you and me ride out to the station and see what the trouble is? And? Yes, Sheriff? Hold down the fort until I get back, would you? Make sure someone helps Sorplon up out of the street. I'm fine. Can do, Sheriff. Eustace and I made our way out to the train station. The town of New Chicago was small. Aside from the horses, and cars, and hovercraft, and larger personal spacecraft, and the airport, and the spaceport, the train station was the only way in or out. It was one of the oldest structures in the area built by some of the first settlers in the late 2940s. Most of the internal structure was built of Vendari and purple oak wood sourced from the nearby... Eustace, I have to tell you, these informational brochures are pretty boring. Never mind that. Come outside, Sheriff Decker. Take a look. There I was waiting for the train to show up, and it was just... Here! Looks like a train to me, Eustace. Oh, no, it was late, I promise. I mean, it was supposed to be here. It's never late. Something's wrong. You have to believe me, Sheriff. I was ready to throw Eustace in jail for no other reason than wasting my time and for being a crazy old bag of bones. But then I heard something. Something off. I got the feeling that we weren't alone. A Rasmus Dagger, what a pleasant surprise. You two missed the train getting in. Hot Pants Orlando. 
What do you think you're doing here? You're a wanted man in these parts. And what parts are these exactly, Sheriff? Last I checked, we were just outside the county border, and your jurisdiction ends there. He was right. The county line was established just five feet behind the train station to avoid higher tariffs when shipping between planetary regions. By having the station on inter-county land, they were able to avoid an impost tax of 20% on foodstuffs and other perishables, and 15% on textiles. Damn those informational brochures. Besides, you may be surprised to learn that I've turned over a new leaf of sorts. I haven't engaged in any nefarious activity in over two weeks. Wasn't there a train robbery a week ago that you and your gang immediately took credit for? Oh, well, tomato, tomato. Nefarious activity, harmless train robbery. What did you do to my trains? Me? What could I have done? I'm only an alien. This is a hulking machine. In all my years of running this station, the train's never been late. I ran into a couple of hump buffalo on the way in, blocking the tracks. They must have slowed it down. It's not possible. Just the other day, I saw the train plow through an entire herd of hump buffalo. It was horrific. Blood and gore everywhere, raining out of the sky, shrieking animals half dead in the tracks. Bits of them still stuck to the grill of the train when it pulled into the station. Barely added a second to the trip. What can I say? These self-driving things get smarter every day, you know. There was something definitely not right about the situation. But I was helpless. I had no choice but to let Hot Pants go and wait for him to slip up. All right, Hot Pants. You've had your fun. Just get out of here. And stay away from New Chicago. Oh, I intend to, Sheriff. At least you won't see me around. What's that supposed to mean? I only hope that nothing mildly terrible has happened to the town in your absence. Happy trails. Eustace, I have to go. Just keep an eye on the situation and let me know if it happens again. Aye, aye. I headed back into town as fast as I could. Something that Hopkins had said didn't sit right with me. I don't know why, but I had a sneaking suspicion that something mildly terrible had happened to the town in my absence. Sure enough. Oh, Sheriff Dagger, thank goodness you're back! Something mildly terrible has happened to the town in your absence! What is it? You know Baker Taylor? Of course, the baker. No, you're thinking of Taylor Baker. The Taylor? Baker Taylor. Taylor the baker. Baker's the baker. Baker Taylor. Taylor Baker. So who's the Taylor? Baker. Taylor? Yes. Yes, I know Taylor Taylor. Well, while you were gone, his store was robbed. In broad daylight? Seems so. What could they have gotten away with in broad daylight? Just about everything. Dresses, hats, coats, all of it. Even the mannequins. Well, which direction did they go? Who was it? Somebody must have seen them. But that's just it, Sheriff Dagger. Nobody did. Where was Taylor Taylor when all of this was happening? Right there in his shop, standing at the counter. And he didn't see who that's did it? That's what he says. He says he bent down to reach for something under the counter, and when he came back up, all of his clothes were just gone. Disappeared. It was like... Like... Like the clothes themselves had just gotten up and walked away with nobody in them. Zorquan, will somebody get him out of the street? It's unsanitary. Really, Sheriff, I'm okay. Now that I'm starting to lose feeling in my extremities, it's not so bad down here. But there is something I wanted to talk to you about. Save it. This case just got a lot more serious. First the train, hot pants, now the tailor. Something was rotten in the town of New Chicago, and it wasn't just Sorplan's disgusting drippings oozing out into the street. What are you going to do, Sheriff? Right now, I'm putting the town on high alert. Any report of suspicious activity comes directly to me. We'll catch this crook with our eyes closed. We may not have any other choice. That night, I went home to my sleazy apartment in the sleazy part of town. It was one of the few places left that I hadn't quarantined on account of Zorplan's germs. But there was another reason I tended to avoid the place like the plague. 
Well, well, if it isn't Sheriff Dagger. Evening, Mrs. Is. Do you know what time it is? You know, some of the people who live here actually like getting sleep. I wanted to tell her that some of the people who live here don't appreciate being yelled at by their uppity, self-righteous landlady. What did you just say? Oh, damn, that was supposed to be an inner monologue. Happens sometimes. What's the matter, Sheriff? Tough day at the office? You don't know the half of it, Mrs. Is. Yeah, and I don't really care. Wait, Mrs. Is. What? If it's all right with you, I'm, I'm going to stay out here all night. What, do I have to start charging you rent for the hallway, too? You've got a rule. This is important. There's some bad men going around town. I've got reason to believe they could show up again tonight. How are you going to make it worth my while? Oh, dear, Mrs. Is, I... I mean, your husband, I know he's dead, but... I mean, I suppose a man's got to do what a man's got to do, but I didn't think... Not that, you idiot. Don't flatter yourself. I'm a little tight on cash at the moment. I'm sure I'll think of something. Whatever. Just don't be making any racket. You won't even know I'm here. If only. And, Mrs. you'll keep an eye out, too, won't you? For any suspicious characters? No. I do love our talks, Mrs. And keep quiet! As a church mouse. I paced to keep myself awake. I didn't know what I was waiting for. How could I stop someone who I couldn't see? Why couldn't I see them? I was drifting off just trying to make sense of it all, when all of a sudden... Alright boys, you know the drill. Get in there, do what you need to do, and get out as quick as you can. Not that it matters anyway. <laughs> Hot pants. I'd recognize that orchestral theme anywhere. After tonight, nobody will forget the name Temeritus Hot Pants Orlando. Not if I had anything to say about it. Who's there? Who's there? No one. It was no one. I rushed outside to try and catch them before they got away, but they were too quick. Damn it! Hey! Quiet out there! People are trying to sleep! I didn't know what to do. First the train, then Taylor Taylor's tailor shop. Now this! I mean it when I say the circumstances of this case were about as mystifying as how the people at Warbox packed so many essential vitamins and nutrients back into their enriched flour through a top-secret proprietary process. The same one used by the United States Army, and at a price that won't break the bank. I was totally stumped. But I figured whoever was there, if anyone was, wasn't going to come back. I got as much sleep as I could, and in the morning I headed into town. Ow! Sorplot, what are you still doing down there? Good morning, Sheriff. Achoo! I think my mucus sacks are starting to stick to the ground. They tried to pull me out of the street with a horse cart, but now I think they're going to have to get someone to scrape me up. That's pretty depressing. I'm glad I found you, though. I've been meaning to talk to you about something. I wasn't inclined to entertain whatever foolish comments Zorplan was about to make, but I needed something to get my mind off this case. What is it, Zorplan? Well, you see, I hate that I've taken so much time off on account of being sick. That makes one of us. Good one, Sheriff. Anyway... I'm doing everything I can to get back on my feet as fast as possible. I can tell. What I'm trying to say is, I invited my mother to town. Your mother? Reggie, my little Reggie. What on Kylaxia's happened to you? You're all covered in dirt, you're secreting everywhere, and you, you smell just vile. You, you look great, you're all grown up, so handsome, I'm shocked you haven't found yourself a wife yet. Sheriff Dagger? This is my mother, Imogene Zorplon. 
Mom, this is my boss, Sheriff Erasmus Dagger. So you're the man who got my little Reggie sick. Well, not exactly. No, no, Mom, it's not his fault. Not his fault, my fifth and sixth tentacle. And what are you doing lying here in the street? You're not going to get any better that way. Here, get up. Get up, attaboy, my little Reggie. Mom, you're embarrassing me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was so embarrassing to have a mother who loves you. It's nice to meet you, Mrs. Zorplon. Don't you worry, Reggie. Mama's going to fix you up, get you some bed rest, and make you some of her world-famous Zorplon family recipe get-better chowder. You hear that, Sheriff? I'll be back to work in no time. Sounds great. Well, this seemed like a strange and significant incident that probably had something to do with the plot. I couldn't put my finger on it just yet. Out of curiosity, Mrs. Zorplon, where will you be staying during your time in New Chicago? Well, Reggie's room's a bit of a mess right now, or so he tells me. I booked a room at the New Chicago Hotel and Saloon. Best place in town! You don't say. Well, I happen to be on good terms with the proprietor of the New Chicago Hotel and Saloon. Perhaps I could show you the way? Last time I invited a stranger back to my hotel, I was implicated in a major crime scandal. But I guess lightning never strikes twice in one place, does it? Reggie, you go home and get some rest. I'll be by later to cook for you and read you goodnight moons and other satellite bodies. You read goodnight moons and other satellite bodies? Not for a long time! Mom! You love that book! I did as a baby! Don't be ridiculous. You're never too old for a bedtime story. I brought Sniffle Ziffles, too. Sniffle Ziffles? I mean, Sniffle Ziffles? What would I want with that stupid stuffed animal? A stuffed animal? What? No! Me? A stuffed animal? <laughs> no way! You mean the stupid stuffed hump buffalo that you slept with every night when you were sick as a little boy? Oh, Mrs. Zorplund, you and I have a lot to discuss. Oh, you mean that Snibble Zipples? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for bringing him. You're the best mommy in the whole wide world. I love you so much! I love you too, dear. Shall we make our way to the hotel? Lead the way, Sheriff Dagger. Well... Mrs. Zorplan was quite the character. Reginald certainly took after his mother in the tentacles. Howdy, folks. Sheriff Dagger, and who's this? And this is Imogene Zorplan, Reginald's mother. Imogene, Android, owner of the New Chicago Hotel and Saloon. Pleasure. There should be a room under my name. Yes, ma'am. And do you know how long you plan on staying with us? As long as it takes for my son to recover from this affliction. Calculating prognosis for Kylaxian horse flu. Factoring in patient's inherent frailty. Dividing by motherly love quotient. <laughs> Indefinitely, for the time being. Yes, ma'am. I'll take my key now. I've had a long journey and I'm very tired. Certain. Here you go. Thank you. Sheriff Dagger, Miss Droid. Quite the character, isn't she? Deputy Zorplan certainly takes after her in the tentacle department. My thoughts exactly. Achoo! Hi, Anne. Sheriff Dagger, is my mother around? Not at the moment. Why? It seems like she left her coat on the train. A coat? In a climate this hot and arid? Well, you know what they say. I suppose. I didn't realize your mother took the train into town. Oh, yes. You can believe how hard it is these days to book a direct flight from Kylaxia to New Chicago? She had to connect at the spaceport in the town over. Interesting. That's quite a coat. Seems like she'd be hard-pressed to afford it as a stay-at-home mother. Sheriff Dagger! 
surprised at you. Mothers are the backbone of Calaxian society. Oh, I don't disagree with you, Zorquan. I think the mothers of the world are the unsung heroes behind every success story. And if they got even half the credit they deserve, the world would be a much better place. But you and I aren't ignorant of the financial burden of raising a family, and I'm sure she spent a fortune on the ticket out here. Don't forget the rampant, systemic price-gouging of a frontier economy to say nothing of the local merchant's contempt towards women and foreigners. Does something seem... off about it to you, though? Well, in this case, it is stolen. What? Yes, I recognized it when you first brought it in. I think that's one of the exact coats that was stolen from Taylor Taylor's tailor shop yesterday. You're kidding. Robots can't kid. You think my mother stole that coat? A joke! She did come in on the train. She may have had something to do with it disappearing the other day. Hold on! A joke! People come in and out of the train every day. Did it seem like she was in a rush to get out of here? Not particularly, no. But... But for the purposes of the plot... Oh! Yes! Yes, it certainly did seem like she was in a rush to get out of here. Anne was right. And this case was heating up faster than Mrs. Zorplan must have been in that coat. I knew something was up with her from the very start. I didn't know what she had to do with all this, but I was about to find out. Anne, which room is Mrs. Zorplan's? What are you going to do? If your mother had a hand in this, I'm going to arrest her. What? Out of my way, Zorplan. You can't arrest her. She's... Well, she's my mother! Zorplan, if I had a nickel for every time I arrested someone's mother against their will... She has nothing to do with this, I swear! What makes you so sure? If she had nothing to do with it, then who did? So I... I don't know! Zorplan, for the last time, stand down. I won't. If you want to get to her, you have to arrest me too! So Fine. Sir Dagger. Yes, Anne? You're going to want to see this. See what? Well... Well, come see it, and then you'll see it. I'm sorry, Anne. I'm a little busy at the moment. Can you just tell me what it is, and when I get a minute, I'll come look at it. There's no need to be so secretive. Your office is on fire. What? I raced outside. Anne was right. You could probably see the smoke for miles. The whole building was up in flames. Thank goodness there was nothing important in there. Except for some of Zorplan's personal belongings that he didn't have room for in his house. I was sure this was the work of whoever tried to kill me in my apartment the night before. And I knew it couldn't have been Mrs. Zorquan. Oh my god! Somebody call the fire department! Fire! Fire! Where's my baby? Oh, Reggie, stand back! Don't get too close or you'll inhale the smoke! What's going on out here? Oh, you, you found my coat! Oh, my handsome little detective, I was looking everywhere for this. Thank you, sweetheart. Mom! What's going on? That building on fire is my office. Yikes. Tough break, Sheriff. And how? We'll be back after a break and a word from our sponsors, Orbox Enriched Flower. For premium products at penny-pinching prices, look for the Orbox box. <laughs> 